you are listening to the Spiritual Warrior Coach with Barbara Sabin, the podcast for discovering how powerful your wisdom, compassion, and courage is. Get ready to join Barbara and her guests as they explore and offer you advice on how to reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. And now, here's the host of the show, Barbara Savin. I am Barbara Savin, and I am thrilled to be here. For some of you that do not know me, I am a master healer, a Reiki master teacher, clinical hypnotherapist, and life coach. I am also a published author, Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Hands-On Healing, available in bookstores and on Amazon. I have a lot of exciting and inspirational weeks planned ahead for you, which includes meditations, some stories, free giveaways, plus so much more. And my goal is to inspire you and offer coaching tips and self-reflection questions to help you heal and to help you grow mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, but also to help you find your purpose and your passion in life. So today... I would like to talk about forgiveness and acceptance, a challenging topic for many of us. I know I had that challenge back in the 1960s that lasted through into the early 80s. And I want to share a story with you now. It is April of 1966, two weeks away from my graduation from Lafayette High School in Brooklyn. And I have been looking forward to this day for years. I am graduating with honors and receiving the Mayor's Award. And I am picturing my Grandma Jenny sitting in the audience. I can imagine the pride on her face as I stand up when my name is called to receive this award. I am so excited. And I plan to get a job right after graduation and buy my Grandma anything that she wants. And I love my Grandma with all my heart and soul. And then... I find out the worst news of my young life. At two o'clock in the morning, our family receives a phone call telling us that Grandma Jenny has passed away. How could this be? She was only 64 years old. She was supposed to be alive to celebrate my most important day. And now she's gone. And the news broke my heart. I felt so angry with God. Why did he take this woman who loved me so much? Why did he take her before my important day? And my time with her was just beginning. And I felt that this was so unfair. And the more I wept for her, the more I lost my faith and trust in God. Angry about my grandma's death, I stopped helping two of my close friends that never made fun of my ability. I simply said to them, I am sorry, but I do not believe in God's healing anymore. And also, when I saw spirits or heard a voiceless voice, I would say, you are not real. Go away and stop speaking to me. Leave me alone. And this, I thought, was a way of me punishing God because he made my bad dream come true. You see, I thought... I was the one that killed my grandma. I had a dream two weeks beforehand that she passed away. And the dream was so vivid and so real. And then two weeks later, 
the dream became true and everything in my dream was replayed in real time exactly as I dreamt it. And in my heart, I thought I killed my grandma and I hated myself for it. And I was angry that she allowed me to do that to her and angry that God let it happen and decided that I will no longer do healing the way that she taught me. And then about two weeks later, now graduation behind me, I was alone at home when I heard a voice calling out to me. And you know, I thought that this must be my imagination because only my grandma called me Babacita. And that is what I was hearing. So I remember getting up from the chair and walking to the foyer. And then there, I saw a white cloud and heard again softly but clearly, Babacita. And I said, Grandma? Grandma, is that you? And she replied, Yes, Babacita. Everything is okay. Don't be so angry, Babacita. And you know, the closer that I got to that cloud, that white cloud, the more clearly I could see her. And I became frightened and ran to the phone to call my mother who was away visiting her brother. And over the phone, my mom told me I was hearing grandma's voice because I missed her so much. And I was supposed to believe that my grief had created this entire episode. And my mom and I never spoke about this again, nor any other unnatural experiences that I had, including my ability to do healings, just like my grandma. However, as the years went on, my body began to break down and I became ill. And I knew in my heart, I needed to get back into healing of myself. And then one day, I received a message from my grandma. As I was writing in my journal, I felt my grandma Jenny telling me to stop being so angry again. And I asked her, well, how do I do this? And I heard her say to me, write a letter. And I remember saying, write a letter? To who? You are no longer here. God's not going to hear me. And I discounted what she said until that night. Because during my dreams, I was shown what to do. And I want to share this with you now. And I share this with all of my clients. So this is what I did. I sat down and began to write letters to those who hurt me with the intention of forgiveness and letting go of the anger. I wrote until my eyes were flowing with tears. Then I went to the party store in the morning in Brooklyn and I purchased a whole bunch of helium balloons. And I went to the park and read each letter out loud as if those people were right in front of me. I remember sitting there crying my eyes out that people actually came over to me and asked if I was okay. And I remember saying, I have never felt better in my life shedding these tears. And they looked at me, they smiled, and they just walked away. 
And then after reading all of those letters and getting everything out of my system, I then attached all the letters to the helium balloons. And I asked God to please take this from me, for it is my time to surrender this and allow myself to live the life that I need to. I ask God for forgiveness and acceptance of the things that I am not able to change. And as I did, I ask for those feelings be sent with love, with light, and with healing. And then I remember holding my hand with the balloon up high, and I released the balloons with the letters. And I watched as they went up, up, up to heaven. And let me say, it was one of the most freeing experiences that I have ever felt in my life. And forgiveness and acceptance are two of the most freeing energies and gift that we can give to ourselves. Because once you forgive and accept, you set yourself free, free to be who you are meant to be. You know, I held on to this grief and anger for 20 years. That's right, 20 years. When I finally realized my grandma's soul was ready to leave. God did not make my dream come true. This was meant to be, and I needed to see that. And as I did, I began to forgive her for dying before my high school graduation. I forgave God because I knew he did not take her from me. But most importantly, I forgave myself. And then I began to love myself again. And you know, sometimes circumstances, they make us lose faith in ourselves. But when the light bulb in our mind goes back on, we realize the journey that needs to be faced and what it is that needs to truly heal. And I realized that I, I let go of being a victim of the circumstances. And now I allowed myself to heal physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And I realized that my illness, the headaches, they were a disconnect to God. And my chronic fatigue, I was allowing the past to completely drain my energy. And the crippling arthritis was my inability to forget the situation and move forward with my life. And let me say that once I forgave myself and began to truly love myself again, my world opened up and I began to move forward. And that's when I became the healer that I was supposed to be all this time. But again, you know, it is never too late. As long as you do it and find yourself, and most importantly, believe, believe in who you are. So how do we actually define forgiveness? Well, you know, when we get hurt, we actually form an attachment to the one who hurt us. And of course, with the offense. So remember that forgiveness is an active act and must be initiated with a conscious decision. 
Forgiveness is actually the process of cutting those attachments created by the hurt and setting it free. So when I do sessions with my clients, I actually have them set intentions to sever the cords of the hurt from them to the person that hurt them. And then from that person back to them so that it is released on both ends. Or you can simply meditate for a few moments and visualize, that's right, visualize cutting those cords. And of course you want to be specific and name the person that hurt you. And you know, when we forgive and cut those cords, we sever the bondage to the hurt and we also make way for love instead. So here are some of the reasons that I've put together why it is important to forgive. We create bonds when we love, but also when we get hurt. And we all know that love gives us a good feeling, while hurt creates fear and stress. And some of you may not realize that holding a resentment takes up so much time and wastes so much of our energy and completely drains us. And complete forgiveness, let me tell you, it's challenging without a doubt, but it is truly essential. So maybe you are asking yourself, why is forgiving someone so essential? Let me say, I want to discuss some of those reasons that I feel it's important. First, forgiving reduces anger. You can't be angry with someone if you genuinely forgiven them. You'll have much less anger in your life if you can be more forgiving. Anger is a harmful emotion that actually prevents us from moving forward in life. Let me tell you, I know how that feels because I went through it for 20 years of my life. And I feel that the inability to forgive is the cause of so many conflicts. Let me say you'll enjoy more peace and less fighting in your life when you can forgive easily. You know, when we forgive those that have hurt us, when we are non-judgmental and get rid of hatred towards others, is actually when we keep our energy clear. And believe it or not, our energy remains strong. But I want to say something here. Remember, um, to survive, we remember what happened to us in the past. But sometimes, to survive, we must forget and forgive. You know, forgiving isn't the same as forgetting. There are plenty of people you should forgive, but not allow the opportunity to hurt or betray you again. And one good example is an abusive relationship. You know, forgiving doesn't mean returning to a dangerous situation. And someone who has wronged us and does not apologize for hurting us, it is important for us to clean the wound before healing it and remove those scars from yourself. And it's not just about physical healing. It also encompasses your emotional, mental, and spiritual healing. 
And for those of you that pray, pray for yourself to heal, but also pray for the wrongdoer to heal, even though he or she has not apologized to you. And you know, for myself, forgiving allowed me to move forward and holding on to anger puts your life in a holding pattern the way it did with mine. It's hard to accomplish anything meaningful when your mind isn't on your work. And anger involves focusing on the past. Everything in your life only happens, guess what? In the present moment. So just think about that. Anger, resentment is all behind you. But what you have now is this moment. And let me just say, it's all that you have is this moment. Because think about this. Every minute that passes by, can you get that minute back? No. So it is so important to enjoy your life. Let go of what doesn't serve you purpose and live in the moment. Let me also say that forgiving clears your mind. You know, when you fail to forgive someone, that person takes up so much space in your head. And the person and the offending situation intrudes on your thoughts and degrades your concentration. And you know, a clear mind of forgiveness goes hand in hand. Let me say, because as a hypnotherapist, our minds are very, very powerful tools. It can hurt or help us. And it all depends on our emotions and what we think. I know I've made the choice to have my mind help me on many occasions. And I tell myself, okay, to delete those thoughts. You know, our minds are like a computer. If we want to erase something, what do you hit? You press the delete key. Do the same in your mind. Press the delete key and move on. It's like anything else. You know, my grandma used to say to me, Papacita, if anyone says anything negative to you, or if you think negative things to yourself, take those thoughts and throw them on the ground and stomp on them and say, no, I am not going to allow this to control me. It's the same thing. But back then we didn't have computers. Now I find it easier actually to press that delete key in my mind. But there are times that I also throw those things to the ground and stomp on them. And I'd like to say that most importantly, forgiving allows you to make peace with your past, just like I did. We all have things from our past that they it taunts us if we allow them to. And when you forgive the person from your past, you're able now to focus on the present and the future. Sometimes that person you most need to forgive is yourself, just like I needed to forgive myself so many years ago. And also, forgiving allows relationships to survive. You know, every relationship that you have may become a source of pain at some point. Because, all right, you know, we fight, we argue, we this, we that, because nothing runs smoothly. Come on, we all know that. And as a result, forgiveness is an important part of all types of relationships. Because holding a grudge sometimes hurts you more than it does the other person. And many times, years go by, 
And then you wonder, why were you so angry at them? And then a a loved one or a friend dies. And then you feel guilty because you've never forgave them or you were angry at them. And then you realize, why was I even angry at them? Why didn't I forgive them? So it is so important just to make amends where possible. You know, as I mentioned before, forgiveness is a gift that I actually gave to myself. Because I finally freed myself of the past. I allowed myself to let go of all the could've, should've, would'ves. And this allowed me, guess what, no regrets and to move forward without having that heavy baggage on my back. And I say to myself, I'm grateful for the challenges of the past because they taught me valuable lessons that I now use in the present moment. So isn't it better to fully engage in the wonderful aspects of life and to choose to focus on the good parts and release those parts that don't serve you purpose? You know, the past and the hurts, they only have the power if we choose to give them power and remain a victim of it. And I feel that forgiveness, it is truly a way of showing strength and compassion to others and to oneself. Let me say it's not a weakness unless you allow it to be. So I'd like you now to get a piece of paper and get a pen and write down these questions and truly think about your answers. This is not a test. It is a self-reflection. I'm going to just give you four general questions. So the first question is, is there someone in your life whom you need to forgive? What is keeping you from forgiving that person? Second question, what would you gain by forgiving that person? The third question, can I let go of my negative feelings about that person? The fourth question, is there someone in your life that you need to ask for forgiveness? And what is keeping you from seeking that person out? and confessing to them. I know this is definitely a difficult question for many of us. So I'd like you to write this down also. When you notice anger and resentment, I'd like you to name the damage and name the hurt. And name what triggers that. And then name the person that gets you angry or you resent, or whatever the case may be. And then I want you to pray. Pray fully so that you're able to let it go. Just protect your health. Protect your well-being by making positive changes in the way you think and the way you treat yourself. Accept yourself. Know that you are worthy of love Know that you are worthy of respect and embrace yourself with all of your strengths and, of course, all of your weaknesses. During the tough times, 
We need to keep faith. And let me say no one, including myself, is immune from experiencing rocky chapters. But if you believe in yourself, you can meet those challenging phrases with a positive, solid courage. So come on, push forward, move through the trying moments, and know you'll come out on the other side smarter, stronger, and surer of yourself. And I want you to take a moment just to recognize the abundance that you have. Regardless of what stage of life you're living, search for all the good that is truly around you. Get the most that you can from each and every moment. I know when I wake up in the morning, I say, thank you, God, that I have the ability to get up by myself out of my bed. Thank you for the ability to open my eyes and for me to see. Thank you that I can smell, taste, and 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 acknowledge everything. And I say thank you for my hands because my hands do so much for me. They they wash my clothes, they feed me, they put my makeup on, they do my hair, they iron my clothes, they uh, hug, give me the ability to hug people and and to hold my grandchildren and my children. I mean, our hands do so much for us that we take all of these things for granted. So recognize everything that you do have. I always say, God gives us everything that we need, not necessarily what we want. So that being said, you know, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for you to write those letters the way I did and then go to the 99 cent store and buy those balloons and and send them to heaven because it's time for you to release these things that you're holding on to. Maybe if you don't want to go and buy balloons, maybe shred the letters or or burn them or bury them, you know, whatever it is that you want to do with them, but make sure that you send them off with love, with light, with healing and forgiveness so that you can finally set yourself free telling you I I wish my grandma spoke to me not 20 years later but the thing is at least I understood what I needed to do for myself so now with that being said I would like to talk to you a little bit about affirmations affirmations they are powerful tools for positive thinking And they actually train our mind to think in ways that empower us instead of limiting us. And affirmations, they help you by changing your mindset for maybe overcoming fear, or maybe you need to build more confidence in yourself or develop abundance mindset. Maybe you want to see more happiness. uh, You want better health. Um, you want to feel more calm and have better sleep, whatever the case may be, affirmations do this for us. And the whole point of affirmations is actually to shift your thoughts and emotions to a more positive place, allowing you to reach inside of your inner self and do some exploring to learn things that you may not have realized that actually existed inside of yourself. 
And as I mentioned before, our subconscious mind is like the registry of computer that stores configuration settings. It stores options. It stores so much. And you know that because we all use computers and we all use our smartphones. So remember, your body and mind, they are all connected. And when you say negative things to yourself, the subconscious mind, guess what? Does not know what is real or not real. And then it sends those messages to your body and your body acts negatively. But when you say positive things to yourself, the mind thinks that's real and acts upon those positive words. So once you realize that you can delete and adjust your way of thinking, guess what? Your subconscious mind will consistently clear out any negative traces that remain and in its place, guess what? Reprogram your mind with positive thoughts. So before you begin to do affirmations, what do you need to do? Guess what? Decide what area of your life you want to work on and what you want to accomplish. And then always use the present or past tense. Don't use the future tense. Why? Because guess what? You want your mind to know that it has already happened. That's a little trick. You want to use the most positive terms that you can. And guess what else? Write them down. Write them down so that you will remember exactly what you want to say. And keep them short and personalize them with your name. Maybe you need to buy some post-its and write them down and post them on your mirror or on your refrigerator. I know many, many years ago what I did for myself. I used to post, I love myself. And let me tell you, I used to post it on the mirror and it used to, I would look at it and I would say, hmm, do I really love myself? But then after a while, by saying and looking in my eyes, one day I finally said to myself, Barbara, I do love you. So, Put them wherever, you know, you can see them. You don't want to hide them. You want to put them, put them on your computer, on your phone, wherever. And always believe, okay, that what you are saying is actually happening. Because the more you believe, the stronger the affirmation. And maybe set a certain time, you know, aside for either doing, you know, your meditation or affirmations or visualizations. I know I always do mine around maybe 5, 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> I'm a very early riser um, and I go to sleep around 10. So, you know, I get up in the morning and I, I take a few minutes to just sit on my couch and I just say to myself what it is that I want to accomplish for the day or whatever it may be. So set some time aside for yourself. And of course you want to do them daily. I mean, I do mine every single morning. And remember that you have the ability to be able to do anything that you set your mind to do. And as the mind perceives, guess what? The body works to create. So here are a few affirmations that I actually put together for you on forgiveness. So you can silently or out loud, say them to yourself. Okay, you ready? 
I am releasing destructive thoughts and feelings from my body. I have made the choice to let go of destructive thoughts from my mind. I have made the choice to let go of things that no longer serve me purpose. I have made the choice to release anger and resentment. I have made the choice to release fear and worry. And today, my mission is to surrender. And today, my mission is to live my life filled with love, joy, good health, and happiness. And as I follow the path of forgiveness, life becomes a new clean slate on which I draw my new life plan as I wish. And I forgive everyone from my life in the past and I love myself now into the future. And I forgive myself one day at a time. And I release the pain of anger and rage from my body. And I practice understanding and compassion. And I do the best I could at the time with what I knew. And I have the courage to heal any wound. And I treat myself with love, with respect, because I love myself. Well, it's all about love. It's all about respect. It's about forgiving. It's about accepting things that we cannot change. So with that being said, this ends my first podcast with you. And I hope that you enjoyed it and heard what you needed to hear. So may your days be filled with love, light, joy, happiness, good health, and whatever your heart desires. So for now, goodbye, Barbara.